0: drop my whole cup. I can't believe pens. it. Pens. it's a cup of noodles. It's delicious no. and it's a meal no. in a cup. Cup of noodles.
1: There was there was a time where cup of noodles was like the highlight of my day.
0: Right? <laughs> I had one the other And day. I don't even Now it's just sus. Now it's just like these noodles are okay.
1: I like I wasn't even in a place where like it's not even like the starving college student level of like cup of noodles is all I can afford. Like I was working at the at the place that I work now, in a reasonable middle management position, and I was still like, Oh, you fucking beautiful bastard You're Like today beef.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I What do you guys have just... for lunch? Oh, homemade dinner? Bullshit. I got top ramen boy.
1: Yeah, let's go. You wanna boy.
0: trade? You wanna trade my top ramen for your steak?
1: I was so ready. I wouldn't ready make that it. trade. I wouldn't make that trade, but if you want to, it's like offering a guy the fucking Buffalo Bills D for Justin <laughs> Dude,
0: I, I, I'm i not going to make that trade, but that, somebody might. that somebody guy got, made it. I made that public. I was like, this trade offer just happened, and he got so ridic- openly ridiculed by hey, everybody. You can't,
2: you can't be showing my secret trades to
0: like, people. Well, you suck at this game. It's <laughs> <Like, laughs> true. He probably does. But by the way, I'm just like I'm just gonna say it. Back to back years, I drafted a rookie quarterback. Last year it was uh, no. Last it, he wasn't a rookie, but I drafted Lamar in like the 11th round. Mm. And I I did draft Kyler Murray as a rookie. So yeah, that's. And then I had Justin Herbert as a draft pick this year. I'm like he's gonna be a quarterback and he's gonna have. I mean that part is true. Yeah, he's he's gonna have Keenan Allen to throw <laughs> he's to. Not
2: moving to wide receiver. <laughs>
0: yeah, he he didn't. He's not uh, tar, Tommy Armstrong from Nebraska.
1: I bet you Herbert would be a hell of a tight end, though.
0: He's like, probably would. He's like a, a he's what six six two forty. They say it every game. Yeah, yeah.
1: It was like I always, I always forget how tall he is. And then I was watching like I watched like the first episode of Hard Knocks. Because this year they did both LA teams. Right. And I catch the first episode and he's like standing over his offensive lineman. And it was like Oh oh yeah, like six four is pretty tall for an offensive lineman. And he's six six. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, God damn
0: dude it's it's pretty rad like uh he got a team of the week card on madden and so he's he's getting some love right now in uh, ultimate team and if he scores a russian touchdown i'll get 1500 points. Oh. and if he doesn't i'll get 500 huh.
1: that's a win and a bigger win
0: i i want it to be a win win win
1: where I also win for having what is it effectively mediated this situation? Yes, there it
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Are you ready for the good ass show? <laughs> That's a win-win-win. Let's go in Cool. All right, here we are. We're back again. It's another edition. It's another episode of my show, and he's got the rap patrol on the Gap Patrol. Foza want to make sure his casket's closed. Rap critics say it's money, cash, hoes. He's from the hood, stupid. What type of facts are those? It's that guy over there.
1: I, I have had holes in my zapatoes at one point in my life. So it's me. It's Alex. They brought me back because they're dumb. And as always, I'm introduced by the best to ever do it. That guy right over there.
0: And I'm going to tell you guys right now, I will be celebrating the minute I be having dough. It's one take, back in the saddle again, but it would not be the show we know and love today if we were not joined by the third man in the booth, the mouth of the Deep South. It's Robin. Hey!
2: Yeah, all right. See that? Just, Opposite. Just, I went quick. You know why? Because last time you went super long like that, and I paused for super long. And then when I listened back, I got like... Oh, shit, did my fucking recording just break? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: hey, I'm here. Well, all right. Well, hey, all right. Well, you know, well, hey, all right. Everybody has their favorite social media. We have them all. Huh? Alex, tell these people about them. You know what? Chicken butt.
1: I will. I will tell Hey, them we you. need a TikTok. Why? Oh, we don't have a TikTok. Because we don't have them all. You like did Pokemon. say everyone has a favorite and we have them all. And if somebody's favorite is TikTok, mm-hmm. they would be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Heard that. Probably <laughs> in themselves for having TikTok as their favorite social media. Oh,
2: um, but if you wanted to yes. search other social yes.
0: medias. That's a simulated sound <laughs> of me banging my head on the microphone.
2: Oh, is that what that is?
0: That's what that was supposed to be.
2: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> If you hop over to Instagram, you can find us by searching Red Arrow Productions. You could do the same on Facebook, search the same thing, Red Arrow Productions, boom, you found us. If you hop over to Twitter and type in at Red Arrow P, boom, you found us. If go Ducks. Go Ducks. If you uh, hop woo, hop to Patreon, Red Arrow Productions, boom, that's not really social media, but you know, we're there. It's there. If you uh if you oh, go only to
0: Onlyfans.com dot com slash red arrow
1: Ooh. Anchor.fm Anchor, slash mice this You guys can't hey see guys. it, but Robin got a juicy booty. It's oh a juicy my. one. Only it also relates to a cast. story
2: that I'm going to tell Alex in a minute. <laughs> it
1: does. We got... Uh, <laughs> is that all? No. Badfacts.info, badfacts.info,
2: badfacts.info
1: has the whole archive. And if you, if you jaunt gleefully over to redarrowpnw.com you can catch uh, the stream from, from Jake playing all sorts of different video games, doing it up big, loving every minute of it. Love I think every that's every a song. I knew it was a song because somebody sang it. <laughs> <Love laughs> I <minute> knew <of> it. <laughs> yeah, it's a
2: song because somebody sang it is the name of the episode. Yes.
0: <laughs> we haven't even gotten out of the intro when we named this episode. Nope. That's amazing.
1: Love it, big fan. So yeah, Red Arrow Productions and a whole bunch of places. Just check it. Just, just go. Just trust your instincts.
0: What? What are you, Peppy the Rabbit now? Wait, what? What was Peppy's name on Star Fox?
1: I think Peppy was Peppy's
0: name. He didn't have a last name because it's Fox <laughs> McCloud, uh, Slippy Tanaka, uh, okay. Falco Lombardi, and Peppy Le Pew. It's not Peppy Le Pew. Oh, that's the only uh, Currently, you people. can't prove that it's not ha I think it's just peppy rabbit is what I think it is I'm looking it up since our fact checker is not I was
2: grabbing <laughs> my phone fine
0: fine play
2: some ludicrous fat rabbit then
0: peppy hair so i wasn't I wasn't far off <laughs> knew, knew it started with an animal though that's true i and it's funny I bring up star fox because like oh. this morning I woke up and I had this like, there are crows outside, and I look up, I'm like, you annoying bird? I'm the Great Leon! <laughs> nice. L-O-V-A, L-O-V-A. What do you want to say? What's
2: up? Southside, let's
1: ride. And if you love what you do, do what you mean. Then I know you going to mark my word. And that's how... Bat Rabbit. That's how our first uh podcast got a cease and desist letter. Dude,
0: if, a, if we got a cease and desist from Ludacris... Like, right? I'd be We're like not it. only I would frame it and then I would contact him so he could sign it for me. I would
1: like I would contact him and be like bro, do you need help because you're sending a cease and desist letter to a podcast that has like 200 something episodes and like 10 can like can what's word can
0: second can I don't know. I don't what are you trying what to is, say? Are you trying to shit on like, the podcast right we, now?
1: like jokingly to make fun of Ludacris more right it was like we get ten, 10 listens every week we're and you're,
0: calm down
1: we're, we get 20 listens every week and 10 of them are us <laughs> listening multiple times right <laughs> it's that episode of of the office where andy plays the banjo on youtube and he, all the comments are making fun of him so he keeps responding back he's and annoying. he's like He's like, guys, you don't understand. I'm up to like 250 views, <laughs> and every time I click it, it goes up by one. Look, 251, uh, 252. I can't keep up. That's us. Uh, that's that's
2: what we do.
0: That's how it works. I hear. Oh, Banjo I to, player at 109 is I. Is I. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a question for y'all. And Alex, mm-hmm. you may have to frame it a little bit differently. Um,. I'll ask Robin first, and if and if you have to think about it, I've I've got mine on deck. What is the most unsportsmanlike thing you've done in a game?
2: Like personally? Yes. Well. Ooh ooh! Uh, playing uh, Hidden Valley, uh, I sacked their quarterback and grabbed his fucking testicles and then punched him. That's up there. And he's complaining to the ref. He's like, oh, this guy's grabbing my balls. And I was like, fuck you, you little bitch.
0: And then you punched him? You punched a man in yes. a helmet.
2: But I punched his balls.
0: <laughs> not not his helmet. In
2: the helmet. Yeah, I punched a man in a helmet.
0: In, in his balls. His, in his that, that definitely, that's it. That's up there. I was, see. Yeah. I had one for you. I thought you were going to go with the the time you kicked out the lights on the scoreboard on purpose.
2: Oh, oh! When did I do that?
0: You had told me a story.
2: Oh, kicking the kicking the ball and it hit the lights. yeah you kicked the goal. that was that bad
0: and you you said that you missed it on I purpose. i
2: missed on purpose to and hit break the, light. the lights yeah
0: that's pretty yeah. unsportsmanlike because someone has to go up there with like a potato or some shit to try to get, <laughs> get those light bulbs out of there or they
2: could just like wait until after the game and turn off the scoreboard there's no power to it with a potato
0: with a potato
2: well not think. my problem
0: fair enough alex do you have one on deck <laughs> As your cat watches no. us like menacingly from behind? Holy shit.
2: <laughs> He's about to knock
0: Alex off the chair. It's like this podcast will now be the cat podcast. <laughs>
2: um
1: no, you go. Let me think about it a little more.
0: Alright, so I was playing it. Triangle Lake. Now I was playing basketball. Um as opposed to playing I'm football. Playing basketball. So we're we had something of a decent rivalry with Triangle Lake because we were legitimately trying to poach their best player to come to our school and play with us. Um, mm-hmm. And he didn't, so we had to play against him. And and we had spent all summer practicing with him, which was good for me, bad for him. But it was bad for the rest of our team because the rest of our team showed him everything we know how to do, and I just played basketball. And so we're playing Triangle Lake, and there was this dude that had like Carlito hair. It's the only way I can describe it. It was like the frizzy throw. <laughs> yeah. That like, and he wore a headband, so it like popped off the top of his head like, like Sideshow Bob. Um,
2: okay. Okay. The, the Will Ferrell movie where he plays basketball. His hair is like that.
0: Yeah, but his was what an afro. Like, his, like, the kid I was playing against was more like Sideshow Semipro.
2: Bob. Gotcha. What did Semi-pro. Gotcha. Semi-pro, yeah.
1: You didn't say anything. Uh, You just
0: couldn't remember. In any event, (laughs) so this kid and I, we've been, like, I'm a couple inches taller than him, and he's about 30 pounds heavier than me. So that's basically what we're looking at. He's trying to to play the the low man game, and I'm just jumping up and trying to get the rebound. So it's the fourth quarter, and he and I have just been jostling, hand fighting, jersey pulling, elbows, knees, shoulders, toes, whatever. It's knees and th- toes. It's, been, and a di- shoulders. Yeah, it's <laughs> been a dirty game between him and me. Now, And I never start dirty, but I will finish dirty. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. I like it. So there's a rebound, and I jump up. I grab it. He grabs it at the same time. We come down, and they blow the whistle for a jump ball. And neither one of us want to let go. <laughs> And yep. and if you know the the Wilson Evolution basketball, you'll know that there's some give to it when you squeeze. I had my fingers pressed into this basketball as hard as I possibly could. And this kid is doing the try-to-pull-it-over-his-body move to, to yank it away from me. Mm. And so the referee blows a whistle, and I see that I'm getting tapped out. And I let <laughs> go of the basketball. <laughs> Right into his dome. No, I just, I let go, and he hits he goes like a sack of hammers. Because mm-hmm. like, all of his momentum was pulling towards the ground, and so I yep. just let mm. him go. And so <laughs> <laughs> he, he just smack and it like, it was an audible, ooh, from the crowd.
2: <laughs>
0: the, the most unsportsmanlike thing I've endured was a kid waiting for me with his knee up as I went up for a lay-in. He just waited for me to land my nose on his knee. That sucked.
2: I've had my legs taken out dunking. Like, that's scary. Yeah.
0: And you don't... Like, that's just in park ball, too.
2: That's that's not cool. Well, it was in a gym, but still. Like, that's not a fall you want to take.
0: No. Like, shout out to Luke Jackson for falling and was breaking his uh, tailbone. Uh, yeah.
1: I, uh... I don't know if I... I think the most unsportsmanlike thing was probably in, like, late middle school soccer, like 7th, 8th grade type stuff.
0: Um tackle I, the girls.
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, I definitely got really, really, really good. So my uncle was the, like, YM, the head of the YMCA in Anchorage. And so he would occasionally have to ref games like stand in for people who couldn't make it, right? And one thing he told me and this was much younger than middle school like in like 4th grade for no apparent reason that I can remember, he explained to me that in men's basketball, guys when they set screens or whatever will stick their knees out to catch you when you come around.
0: I learned this too.
1: That's against mm. the rules and refs know to look for the knee. But girls who don't want to hurt themselves, stick out their hips. And it's harder for refs to catch the hip going out to hit, you know, to fend off the screen or or extend the screen than the knee. And I thought, I don't know why you're telling me this in third grade. But later in (laughs) soccer, what I realized was I could – play soccer like a girl basketball player and start hip checking fools because soccer mm. refs aren't looking for hip checks. They're looking for shoulders right. and knees, just like basketball refs
0: And jersey pulls.
1: And jersey pulls. So I wouldn't pull jerseys, but I would slam dudes with my hip and send them tumbling and take the ball. <laughs> and all the refs saw was two guys bumping into each other like, ah, it's soccer, right? You, you get in there a little bit but they didn't see a knee come out or a shoulder dip, right, or an elbow or anything like that. It was just, boom, hip check. Kid wasn't expecting it. He falls over. I get the ball. And so it's, like, technically unsportsman, but not, like, it's not anything egregious or anything like that. I wasn't, like.
0: You didn't, like, go out of your way to hurt somebody. No,
1: I wasn't trying to hurt anybody. I was just, like, I know that if I go after the ball in this manner, the ref isn't looking for it. So when I get my jersey pulled, I could be like, "What? What is this? What? What is he doing?" And they're like, "Tweet, tweet! That guy's a cheater." But when I come in, I'm all, "Get <laughs> check.
0: They're like, "That's a good soccer
1: player," and I'm like, "Damn right!" So that's probably as close as I ever got. I know that fully in the realm of the rules, I once fouled out of sixth grade basketball in in like 13 seconds. Wow! Uh, wow! Because, uh, my coach looked at me and he said. We have to, like, you have to foul the their point guard as fast as you can. As soon as he gets the ball, I need you to foul him. And I had zero fouls at that point, and I was guarding the point guard, and I said, okay, coach, 13 seconds came off the play clock, and I had fouled out. <laughs>
0: you did your job well.
1: And yeah, that's yeah. all my coach said when I came over the fifth foul, fouled out, right, whatever number I was at the time. Eight, you're done. And I started walking over, and he just gave me that, Coaches nod and said, good job. And I sat down on the bench.
0: Like, wait, <laughs> y- you have performed your task. Yep. That's I'd, I'd like to, yeah. I was going to say, I would, I would add the time we were playing Ultimate Frisbee, and I just decided to start playing safety. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. strong safety, not, not free safety. I was playing strong safety <laughs> in Ultimate Frisbee. Like, I went up the ladder with a guy, took him out in midair, took the Frisbee from him, knocked him down, and stood there, and everybody looked at And there, were, and there was a discussion about it. Because, yep. like, it, it that's was not very, normal. Yeah, like, it's not normal that you were, A, able to do that. And, B, right. like, that's not how this game is played. But, C, <laughs> technically you didn't break any rules. Right, like, right. Because True. you Nothing had before. an, I, like, I had an equal right to the disc. It was mm-hmm. coincidental contact as we made it. It was intentional contact as I shoved his ass to the ground, but I had the disc in my hand.
1: As uh-huh. I shoved his ass to the ground. And I, mm. I kind of
0: like I stood there. And I was. I did that. Oh man, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. I totally meant to.
2: <laughs> I got a awesome. warning once for um, high stepping the last twenty yards of a touchdown. The last <laughs> twenty yards. Because I was so. I mean, like, it was it was stupid we were play i was playing flag football at western um, and it was like co uh, coed or i can't remember what it was crick, ex, i don't remember what it was called um, what is that called
0: coed when there's and, boys and girls
2: no it, it, it wasn't coed it was like intermural it was like intramural. there it is um, chicks got I, words we had like we had trips right one guy left i motioned my guy left cross right and just ran left and just outran everybody. And there was nobody like even close. And the ref was like, Hey, do that again and you're gonna be out of here. I'm like, well, first of all, it's not my fault
0: they're slow. So <laughs> right? <laughs> don't, I be mean, don't want me to high step? <laughs> Catch me.
1: Yeah. Right. That was the uh, it was the only thing that Cam Newton he has came ever came done that ca- I that I approved of. It was when
0: Well I approve some... of what he's doing right now.
1: Sucking? <laughs> ha! Yeah. burn. There was the one time he he something happened, he Superman, you know, did his little Superman thing in the end zone and some team was mad and like shoved him and it became like a fight, little tussle, and at the end of the game in the press conference they were like, "Cam Newton, what what's your opinion?" He goes, "My opinion is if you don't want me to celebrate like that, stop me." Don't let me score. Yeah. not let me in the end zone. And I was <laughs> like I was like I was like, "All right, Cam Newton, I fucking hate you." Big ups on that one. Like <laughs> That's a point for Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah, like all right, fair. I, I can't argue with that. If You don't want me right. to celebrate? Stop me. <laughs> yep.
2: All
1: right. You cool? Right now, all right, cools over. It cools yeah.
0: over because Whatever now you're mad. You're, now you're mad that other that people song's are celebrating. Over. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh. What a
2: great. Uh,
0: and we've and we've we've been over that ad nauseum. I mean, we could we could do an entire podcast about the 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 litany of reasons why we hate Cam Newton, but we'll save that for another time, shall we? Yeah.
1: There sure. Are there are many. There are many. Are many and they are vast.
0: <laughs> now, Robin, you you, uh, you alluded to your um, <laughs> body positioning there, I, and I'm going to oh, seed the God. floor because this is a good story.
2: <laughs> so I told Jake this story already because it was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we we started off by talking about um, our jobs being stupid and not having anything to do, and. And which that led me to being like, well, so Monday I took a day, a sick day, and went hunting. Nice. Um, which, which the principal of one of the schools didn't even notice I wasn't there. Like, through an email, had <laughs> mentioned everyone that was gone. Not me, an actual teacher, whatever, not a big deal. You know what that Anyways, means? Anyways, you still got a sick day. <laughs> it means I can probably disappear more often. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, he's in the gym. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So I went hunting Monday, and I went to this spot where we had seen a deer the day before, but somebody else had shot a deer about 20 yards from where we saw it. Um, And so I sat there watching this ridge for about an hour, and then I got bored, took my drone, flew up there, and saw a gut pile had been dragged about 200 yards up to the tree line. Which meant there were no deer in that area. I'd wasted an hour and a sick day. Whatever. So I start driving down the hill and get to the main road, and I just feel this gut bubble hit, and I'm like, "Oh God, I gotta shit now! Like it's a, it's coming." And uh, I'm probably 15 miles from at least civilization, probably 30 to a, an actual bathroom. So I start driving. Yeah, I was
0: gonna say you're using civilization loosely.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's cell phone service. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I'm driving down the river, and I'm like, I'm like leaning over to my just my right side, <laughs> cause it was like, oh god, it's coming!
0: Oh god, I can't hold this! <laughs> and, you can, and you cannot like it, it, anyone who's been in this position knows you cannot uh, be in a sitting position uh, when, no. when you're when you're struggling like this. No,
2: I'm just I'm on the struggle bus driving down the road, and uh. I get to Days Creek, which is where Gramps used to live. And uh, Gramps' house is still there, but nobody lives in it. It's like, it's pretty run down. There's not even a toilet in the bathroom. But I get there, and there's a toilet in the front yard. So what do (laughs) I do? I go set that toilet back up, flip up the lid, and just let her rip. (laughs) Emergency evacuation.
0: And the best part about it... And then I leave it. The best part about it is afterwards you say. Thanks, Gramps. No, no
2: I said I'm going to leave this for Kim, <laughs> which is my mom's sister that Jake has talked about before. She's yeah, like she, at all. She's um, nutty. But she goes to that house a lot. So hopefully she found that little present. Um, <laughs> like, like, Somebody sued up this toilet. What happened? <laughs> she's going to go over and look in it and be like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, because it stunk so bad.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, whenever it's one of those, it's mostly just your body ugh. trying to get everything out.
2: It it looked like Indian food. Like it was. It looks ugh. like
0: Indian food in a <laughs> dirty diaper. I oh have- god!
2: The best part was when I got home and I told my dad. He just about died. He was I'm like, "Oh my god, god, god that's you. awesome." <laughs> so, so yeah, that was that was my story.
1: <laughs> I have uh, an embarrassing story. Um so every uh, we learned this year that every year that Molly maintains her her employment status with her current company the boss basically sponsors a dinner and says go out go wherever you want get whatever you want and bring me the receipt and I'll cut you a check just I'll just reimburse you right he avoids he doesn't want to give people gift cards and limit them to a price or a place he just says go ham wherever you want
0: very similar to Uh, the 60 day challenge that, that i had they were just like here's 300 bucks
1: yep and so we we went to a place in downtown portland called el gaucho's nice and this is a very very reputable very nice restaurant like it might I mean it's easily the the nicest restaurant I've ever been to as far as service and quality of food period like That's where Brian went for his birthday Continue Brian he he picked a great restaurant we we go and I know better than right everybody does that oh I'm not going to eat before something crazy and then it you can never eat you enough from you got prime the pump a little bit, right? No big deal. So I go through my normal day. I, d- I certainly don't overeat, but I, you know, I had breakfast. I had a, you know, a decent lunch. We go to the restaurant and we are full on go ham status. Anything on the menu that looks good, get it. If it's, uh, you know, a small enough portion, get two of them. Like we go crazy. And this is, I mean, we're ordering steaks and risotto and big salads and all the sides, mac and cheese, everything. We're drinking. We're having a great time.
0: You're drinking. Hopefully, she
1: I'm is. drinking. She was not. But the couple we went with, they were definitely drinking as well. We Ubered downtown because I don't know if you guys know this. Portland sucks right now more than usual. Um, mm-hmm. So we, we have a designated driver because we're Ubering back. No big deal. It's going to be great. About – Two thirds of the way through the dinner, right before the actual entrees show up, I go, Oh man, I gotta go to the bathroom, right? No oh, big no. deal. I get to the bathroom and I right boom, like as soon as I open the bathroom door, it just hits me like a brick wall. Oh, I'm gonna no. throw up. I gotta throw up.
2: Uh, like I
1: ate so much great food so fast, my uh, stomach was like, Nope. Go out the way you came. And I... What a dick. Dude, I was so... I I was both mad, but also, like, retrospectively relieved. Because, like I said, the entrees... Well, the entrees hadn't shown up yet. Oh. So, like, (laughs) I'm throwing... You know, you throw up a little Caesar salad. Okay, cool. Get back out. I got room for steak and lobster. Like, we're okay, Right. Right. And it, it it ultimately was amazing. Um, I know that next time I go, I won't be in full, you know, go ham status. <laughs>
0: Unless I'm there. like
1: Ham light. Ham light, exactly. Ham light. And it's going to be like a perfect amount of amazing food. It's like... It's the first restaurant I've been to where they charge a twenty percent gratuity, like right up front, and they yeah. look you they look you in the face and say, Here's the gratuity and we earned it. And you're like, Yeah, you definitely <laughs> did. Is it only twenty yeah. percent? I totally Any percent would have been reasonable. You could have put a hundred percent and I would have like it is so, so good yeah. that I, I was like Oh, I was like, you did the math for me. Sign the check. Like, I don't, we're good.
0: <laughs> and I'm out of here.
1: It was fun. But yeah, I definitely threw up half of the nicest meal I've ever had.
0: <laughs> I, oh, I kind of have, funny. when I was working at Third Leaf, I kind of earned a reputation um, as double fisting at every single party. <laughs> <at> every <laughs> that's workout. shocking. Yeah, re- weird, right? <laughs> at every workouting <laughs> we ever had i was double fit like i made it a thing after a while it was just like where's jake oh he's at, he's at the party he's got two drinks time to <laughs> don't time call to him go jake
2: double fist tabor for nothing <laughs> well,
0: hey, i don't think it has anything to do with the drinks but nope uh, hey <laughs> but the last at the last <laughs> no it's more of a <laughs> More like a piston action.
1: Rock 'em, rock 'em, sock 'em robots. I get it. Yeah, I get yeah.
0: it. Oh, God. Visual <laughs> so, jokes. I love it. Yeah, it's a, it's a, an audio podcast. I mean, people know what we're doing, they, they can figure, yeah, it so. re- figure it out. Yeah,
2: probably. I hope so. If you can't figure it out, figure it out.
0: Figure it out. And for those reasons, <laughs> I'm out. I'm
2: uh, <laughs> But I just remember.
0: Well, I mean, this is pretty much the last thing I remember from the last Christmas party is just Oregon was up by like 30 on Utah and I had decided that I needed a celebration drink mm-hmm. other than yeah. the drinks I already had. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to finish one of them at least before I got to where I was headed. But like your
2: victory drink. My victory right.
0: drink. And I woke up the next day I like we we went from that place at the after party was at this this cool spot called... Oh, God, what's it called? It doesn't matter. Uh, but it's a barcade in Seattle. And the unicorn. That's what it is. Because we were saying, unicorn, unicorn. Well, in Seattle... the <laughs> Unica. The, Utica. Utica, the, uh, the topography of Seattle is like a sine curve. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. It was You've raining. Heard this, yeah. yeah, and on top of that, they have uh, metal grates that they used just on the hills as you're walking Fun. down them. Here's some metal yeah. grates. And so I'm me. I'm cross. I'm crossed, as the kids would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have officially partaken with the head of HR from my company, and I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I'm I'm in full party mode. Like, and there are a few people who listen to this podcast that know what me in full party mode truly looks like. Two of them are on this <laughs> podcast right <Extra> now. That's true. Both of us. Yes. And so I'm, I'm full. Like, oh hey, what's going on over there? What are you doing? Hey, what's going on? Oh hey, what's going on? Yeah, this is awesome. I'm having a great time. we had a Unicorn. 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 Oh, what's going on? Hey hey, what, are we calling? We got Andrew. Is he coming? Is he coming? Is he coming? Is he here? Oh, he's already there. All right, we'll see him there. Cool. Uh, what? I slip on a metal grate and fall like on both elbows. Mm. And mm-hmm. the only way to recover from a fall like that is to immediately get up.
2: You
0: have to, yes. Yeah. And everyone's like, mm-hmm. oh my god, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, man, I'm fine. Like, hey, who's that over there? Is it? there? Just right back into it yeah. while secretly going, ow, 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 ow. 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 <laughs> I wake up the next morning, I'm like, why am I in so much pain? What did I do last night? What yeah. <laughs> Oh I had to be told. <laughs> so after you grayed out, this is what happened. And I made it home? I paid for the Uber? How? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Did you put my thumb on the deal? Like I like that. That was so I like yeah. That. I... <laughs> Swoop. Alex. Have you seen yeah. have you seen Borat 2 yet? Ab So Oh, sweet lord.
1: It's so good. It is so oh so good. It was my favorite uh, meme that I've seen afterwards was the guy some guy tweeted, As if as if twenty twenty couldn't get it any worse, now we have to listen to Borat voices again. And I was <laughs> like, yes, I, the top, like, the next response was just somebody going, very nice. Very nice. <laughs>
0: oh, I,
2: I almost texted you yesterday uh, uh, to say, wawa wah is slowly creeping back into my vocabulary. <laughs> like, it's just, it's creeping. I can hear it already.
0: Well, it never truly left because, like, at, spending enough time around you at tailgate, Something no, would but... happen, or you know, <laughs> something would walk by, and you just say, "Whoa, whoa, we, whoa. <laughs> 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 Baby chair. We all laugh. <laughs> oh man! But so yeah, that if, be funny. If you're the guy who hasn't seen it yet, go see it mm-hmm. because it's absolutely worth it. And there's so much more, especially now that it that things have happened near me. Like, I like to me, Borat 2, right. like, I have a little bit of a an emotional attachment to it more so than I do Borat 1 because some of it happened here. Like, mm-hmm. Right. And, and Robin, you told me, um, and you can kind of color in the lines here, that I didn't know this, that he's the one who goes and sets up all these rallies. Yeah. I thought originally yep. that he would just find these things and say, hey, can I perform at your thing? And they're like, oh, yeah, of course, because people are yeah. that way. But according to you, he sets all of, all of his own deals up.
2: Yep. Uh, well, it's like we were talking about um, the the one percenter rally that he did in Seattle, the Wuhan, hey, hey, hey
0: Tacoma. Don't paint oh, us with that brush.
2: I already said it. It's already been said. Anyway.
0: Obama. What we gonna do. <laughs> um.
2: Yeah. So Borat does this. He gets on stage, and and does this song. And uh, people started to storm the stage at the end of his song. Like, you don't see it in the movie, but on the the extra thing that I sent you earlier, you see it. And uh, he jumps in this private ambulance that he had rented. um, And because he had rented out the whole park and paid for the security, the security knew to hold off longer. When he was leaving the stage, um, and he gets in the ambulance, and people are like trying to break into the ambulance, he said this is the the only. Yeah, he said this is the only movie that he's ever had to wear a bulletproof vest for because he did that stuff. Like, it's crazy.
0: Well, yeah, he went. I mean, the people who don't know the the three percenters are a, uh, a far right militia. And on the the front page mm-hmm. of their of their website, it says in all caps, "We are not racist. We are not white supremacists." <laughs> if you have to say it, yeah, right? <laughs> guys, 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 I'm
1: not gay, okay? Oh. Guys, I'm not gay, okay? You're like, dude, it's it's fine if you're gay. We can still be friends. Like, that doesn't bother me. No, 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 Who no. Who told not. you that? Was it Broccoli I'm not, Rob? Was yeah, it, I'm, I'm not into that. Broccoli Rob. <laughs> Guys, you don't understand. I'm not into that. Like, dude, it's fine. Like, it's, it's so 2020. Fun. Like, we, we can still be We're friends. Okay. We can hang out. Yeah, it's fine. Hop Listen on the, the Discord. Podcast. Let's play some games. It's not a big deal. No. It's not like that, bro. <laughs> it's not like that. Like, Okay. If that's what yeah. she got to say to sleep well at night, like methinks
0: like, she doth protest too much.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really. So, funny. Um, we we were talking about um, how Borat sets up his events. Like um, when you think back to the first Borat movie, the rodeo thing where he mm-hmm. sang national anthem, that was his rodeo. He set and that, that whole event up. Why the girl
0: up. falls down on the horse because it's a right. stunt horse and a stunt rider.
2: Exactly. Um the is it was it wrestling or was it cage fighting? They,
0: he did a cage fight in Atlanta. Cage
2: fighting, that's what it was. And that was one that he set up, completely his thing. That's well, why he's able to do the things he does and nobody stops him.
0: And especially like cuz I mean I've been to a mud show outlaw cage fight and I'm yeah. I'm sure many people that that listen to this have been to outlaw mud show cage fights They're like they're in a Grange and there's a guy with one eye taking tickets at the front. He's like that'll be eight dollars. I'm like, why eight? Just make it ten or five. <laughs> I don't need this two dollars. I can't buy yeah. anything with two dollars. But but even like that one,
2: they were giving away the beer. The tickets were all free. Like it was all it was all set up, and the people just didn't know that they, they had to sign a release. They just didn't know that they were in a movie. They didn't so the, it didn't click that they were being set up.
0: That's so crazy. And, and
2: like, if you I, you got to think
1: if you're in that situation and you're you're the, the person, which is not a bad thing. But if you're the person who shows up to free outlaw, you know, mud fight cage fighting events, any release you sign, you see cameras or something. You're like, oh, they're just filming a DVD yeah, or something. It's going to be going on YouTube. Yeah. like Whatever. They're yeah. filming it. It yeah. wouldn't even cross your mind that you're like, I bet you this is like a prank. <laughs> right. <laughs> like Nobody free, cares. They're yeah, like you're
0: free. like, oh, free beer is my payment for being in the crowd. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Exactly. Because they're trying to make, yeah, that's exactly where my mind would go. Because, I mean, I come from the, the wrestling school where it's like, you got to get them in the building. If you don't have a full building, no one's going to care.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: Unless you're a new Jack, in which case we all care, because you might kill somebody. Oh, my somebody. God.
0: <laughs> I, he popped up today on my timeline as someone I should follow, and I just saw the gig marks in his forehead.
2: Holy Oh, my crap. God.
0: It's all scar tissue.
2: Yeah. Looks funny. He like, He
0: didn't do any of that with <laughs> small blades, either. He's just like, hell, i what's Surgical no. scalpel? Step, 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 step. Ugh. God. Yeah. I actually, I carry. I used to carry a surgical scalpel in my wallet for a long stretch of time, because you never know when you might need a blade. To, to...
2: But I was gonna say, I think I've seen or had seen it.
0: Yeah, I carried that thing through so many airports, like mm-hmm. it did not. Like there's, there's enough. It's there's it's a small em- enough amount of metal. That's what I was trying to say. Easy for me mm-hmm. to say, that it does not register on on the things, and because it's a square, or a rectangle rather it doesn't pop when I put when it runs through the scanner as anything that's bad. And so I just took this surgical blade through multiple airports at multiple times without even thinking about it.
2: Not the last time I went to Vegas, but the time before. So when we the Pac-12 tournament the, didn't get, that didn't happen.
0: I remember the that. The last one.
2: Um, I had a little wallet-shaped knife that I completely forgot about. It was Good just ducks. in my backpack. Good ducks. And uh I got stopped by security, and they're like, "What's this?" And I was like, "I don't know what is it? <laughs> they take it out and they're like, "This isn't yours." I'm like, Oh sh-. my mom had given it to me for some reason, and I just threw it in my backpack and then just right. happened to take that backpack to go to Vegas. My bad sorry, you, you guys have you. it. I don't want it like
0: here you and, throw this yeah. away,
2: yeah, I almost
1: I didn't think that I could finish it because it was a lower quality vodka, but I had to take a, I I had a pint of, I think it was Smirnoff in my bag because I was taking it. It was supposed to be part of a gift and I just didn't even think like, oh yeah, we can't bring vodka with us like that, especially that much, a whole pint through the airport. Right. In my head, I was like, oh, I put together a little gift box, threw it in the suitcase, let's go. Obviously, they find it, they pull it out, and the guy looks at me, he's holding a, a an unopened pint of Smirnoff vodka. And he goes, well, we got two options. I know it's 9 o'clock in the morning, but you can <laughs> chug it. He goes, you can oh, stand God. right here and chug it, and I'll let you go. Or... I can put it in their little locked disposable box thing that they have for all the stuff they compensate from passengers. And I was and like...
0: He'll drink it.
1: Later, probably. Good for him. I hope he did. Um, I looked at him and I go, oh, if it wasn't Smirnoff. And, <laughs> and he goes, I feel that. And just like opened up the thing and set it inside. It <laughs> was like, have a good flight, oh man. God. And I was like, oh, if it would have been... A pint of absolute. I probably I said
0: absolutely.
1: Yeah, I probably am like, give me a minute. <laughs> I'm gonna be
2: hammered on that plane, but I'll make it to the gate.
0: <laughs> I gotta work myself up to this, but give me a minute.
2: Jake, do you remember when I drank almost a fifth of vodka in uh, about a minute no. or so from tailgating? Was this,
0: was this your shoe nice moment? It,
2: it was. It was the time I ended up running back from the hospital <laughs> at the end of the game. <laughs> that face uh,
1: tells me this is a
2: story I need to hear. <laughs> so, so I used to have this this giant fish bowl that yep. I would take tailgating. He says and, used to,
0: and this is why.
2: <laughs> no, it broke. Is why I well, used to, but okay. um, and let it let was like stand. it was the the giant ass drink. So I got this idea. I don't you know got why. It in
0: Michaels. Yes, oh, I did. I take that back. It was I, mean, like... I was in Michael's. You were in <laughs> Vegas when you called me, and you were yeah. like, hey, I got this idea for tailgating. You're like, I'm really drunk. <laughs> like, I'm hammered right now. I don't even know where I am, but I got this great idea for tailgating. Uh, it was like, we need a fishbowl. Like, a full size fishbowl. Like, a, the biggest glass you can imagine. Uh, like, the gonna, cooler's fish bowl. And we're going to fill it with liquor. And we're going <laughs> to get, get fucking hammered. And I'm like, well, I'm in oh, Michael's, God. dude. I'll go see if they have them. <laughs>
2: Oh my god! And and this this idea came from the fact that I had just used the ice bucket to make a drink in a hotel room. Oh, Jesus fuck! Right. So <laughs> so that tells you where my mind was. Get on the bus, so,
0: Marjorie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so back so back to the uh, to the vodka story. Um, this was the. The last drink I remember making out of it, because I before that, I'd used a fifth of Jack Daniels and a two liter of Coke. Like, I'd made a drink with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, this week, I used uh, either a half gallon or two half gallons of orange juice and a fifth of vodka. Well, nobody was drinking the drink, and it was time to go into the game. And I was like, well, we can't just leave this here. So I grabbed the beer bong. And oh I God. dump that drink into the beer bong. And I'm like, well, here we go. And I fucking chugged it. And I remember trying to Superman punch a security guard <laughs> for trying to tell me I couldn't stand in a certain spot.
0: And then you got and then hooked. getting
2: And then getting fish hooked and tackled by six Austin security guards. Because I didn't want to listen to, I, I, I had to stay behind the line, and I was like, "Nope, look, I'm over it. Now I'm back. I'm over it. Now I'm back." It ain't exactly the Mississippi. I'm on the east bank. I'm on the west, west bank. bank. I'm on the east bank. I'm on the west yeah, it's bank. Not I was that was complicated
0: that shit. Nice, and nice and, reference, uh, Alex. Two points.
2: And uh, yeah, so they're like, well, you can go to jail or you can go to the hospital. Because I was like, oh, my neck hurts. I need to go to the hospital. And uh, so they took me to the hospital. They did some tests. I think I don't I know. And an they wouldn't later. let me leave. They wouldn't let me leave. Because like you the were whole game is, is over. Well, no, but the cops were gone. The the nurses wouldn't just let me check out. So I just start taking pictures with my camera on my phone so that they would get annoyed with me and tell me to leave. They're like, well, now you have to have somebody pick you up. I'm like, oh, I got a cab outside. And I just fucking took off. I just ran. And my phone rang. From the hospital uh, on the the campus at Autzen to Autzen. I ran back. And then jumped into a moving pickup.
0: It was a a good night.
2: I almost died. And we won the Pac-10 that night,
0: too. Oh yeah, we were playing UCLA. It was for the Pac-10 championship because that I whole have that whole thing was a shit game. show. Oh god, <laughs> that whole god. night was a shit show. And I remember like they had these these wave like terrible towels, but they were for the movie Red Tails. Yes, like, I have one. Yeah, they're like this no, game brought Red to you by. No, the
2: Red a different time.
0: No, that was definitely a conference championship game.
2: No, no, but you're confusing two different UCLA games because. The conference championship game was the first one that we actually had a conference championship game. Yeah. Right, and that's when we got the red tail towels.
0: Yeah, that's what I was talking. And, oh, oh, right, your the, UCLA game where that, yeah, that was different.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, we, didn't we play like UCLA back to back that year or some something or a game seven, apart? Eight. It was like UCLA. Then we beat the Beavers, and we had to play UCLA
0: again Kevin for Prince the. Was a quarterback. Uh, no, yeah, it was the, that would... USC should have gone, but because they were under sanctions, UCLA backed oh, their way in. Oh, I... yeah, that's
1: what it was. Yeah, I
0: remember. I remember specifically like Oregon was just dusting off UCLA in that game, except for one play, like their tight end made this fifty-yard climbing the ladder catch over everybody, and it was just one of those moments where the crowd goes, oh. <laughs> like nobody oh, was they had one good player like nobody was upset that they had scored a touchdown first of all oregon's winning by a billion but they're like yeah that was a hell everyone's like did you see that shit man that was crazy <laughs> i also remember that get game him to transfer i also remember that game like we had <laughs> we had perfected our fake ticket system and oh my god i made like 30 tickets for the Pac-12 championship, and they were selling for like $2 on StubHub. (laughs) Yeah. But it was the principle of the matter. Right. Uh, Using company property to print this shit off.
2: Yeah, I remember um, that was my nephew's first football game he went to, and his ticket was $7.
0: For a a Pac-10 championship.
2: Pac-10 championship game, yep. Ridiculous.
0: Those were the days... Alex <laughs> Now have, we, now we
2: can't even go into
0: the games. Yeah, Bullshit. now we can't even go there. Alex, we had something very very historic happen last weekend on Sunday. Oh,
1: the most historic the most ever of all time. I actually, no I'm just kidding, it wasn't me. It was Lewis Hamilton and he took P1 on the all-time most wins list for F1 in the history of the motorsport. For you Americans, that
0: means first place or number one. Well, you want to talk about cars, boy, I'll tell you. I went to go buy a car last week. I found my wife bra in the back (laughs) seat. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. To 92 wins, one more than the great Michael Schumacher. Um...
0: Oh, you know, I'm like, to go see my doctor, Doctor Vinnie Boombat. <laughs> Sorry. He is <laughs> like. All right, you're dead. No,
1: Schumacher not. was was a transcendent driver, and Lewis Hamilton, by the end of his career, if he if he continues to race three to five years as he keeps like uh, insinuating his plan is, will have set. I mean, I'm I'm gonna go like untouchable records like un, unbeatable records
0: well i mean you want to talk this is a sidebar um, Mm -hmm. on this conversation the dodgers also just set an a likely unbeatable record in that they won the world series as a team who won the fewest amount of games in baseball history with 43 wins as a world series champion
2: that's that's yeah but that's, that's crazy a big asterisk, but yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, there, is, yeah, there is a big asterisk, but it's still in the books.
1: Still there. I mean, B- Barry Bonds is still in there with an asterisk. Let it happen.
0: Mark Echo's still my hero for that shit.
1: But for Hamilton to do, like, what he's done is incredible. And it's. I feel like he's getting, like, I'd call it, like, the LeBron James treatment of, like, People are clinging to the old guard so hard that he is not getting the due credit at all. Like everything is, well, he's in the best car. Well, you know, all of this stuff, and it was like, you
0: Everybody know, that was always in the best car.
1: Yeah, you know that Schumacher won eighty of those wins in a Ferrari when Ferrari was Ferrari. Like well, w- Ferrari
0: was like it.
1: Like, do we forget like six six of his seven championships? Came in a Ferrari with, when he was building, or at least ma- at that point maintaining, the Ferrari reputation. There's a reason why everyone knows Ferrari, right? Lamborghinis are more expensive. Bugattis are more expensive. But everyone knows
0: Ferrari. Ferrari? La the
1: Like, they know... And it was like that's what Schumacher did, and nobody brings that up. Nobody online, nobody on Reddit is going, "Well, hey guys, you know, actually, Schumacher's dominance was mostly." Nobody says that.
0: Pros All they had say the best is,
1: "Car, and, yeah, yeah." Like, I mean, Lauda had it when he was at McLaren.
0: Like, I still, it, it, I still need to see Ford versus Ferrari. I, I've heard that that movie is really, really good, and now that I'm interested, like, I, I'm willing to bet it's even more interesting.
1: This is what I give it.
0: You gave it a huh?
1: I give it ai give it a two shrugs up.
2: Oh, I
0: like, thought it was a touchdown.
1: No, yeah. <laughs> it's curved hands. They went out of the screen. Curved hands. Oh. Curved hands. Two shrugs up. Like nah, it's the whalers. A, you know how you watch a movie and you're like, <laughs> man, that was incredibly well made. I was not entertained by it.
0: Road to Perdition.
1: Boom. That <laughs> is for me, that yep. was for Ford versus Ferrari like first off they're only making this movie because Ford wins if historically Ford didn't win this would not nobody's making Ferrari versus well, Ford duh. in America and yelling yeah, this is you, know America. I mean? so, you know what I mean so uh, uh, it was dumb it was dumb
0: where's that echo where's that echo from? coming from I, I, you you no I think it's you I think it's you oh it's Robin what?
1: it's Robin
2: I, I don't hear problem. anything. It's
0: probably, is your uh, is microphone, your uh, microphone or your, or your controller, controller
2: whatever. <laughs> is it whatever? Yeah, it's whatever. I don't know.
0: Boom. Better.
1: Fixed it. Ha! Told you it was Robin. Take that,
2: Robin. Not I it, do. it
0: Wasn't me. What did I do? I don't know, but Alex touched his headset and it works now. So I'm you. <laughs> I'm not letting you fade the heat.
1: What, I didn't touch my didn't headset. Touch my head. oh. It's back to Robin. Ah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Ford vs for Ferrari is a very well-made movie. I understand why it won the awards and was garnered with the accolades it received, but at the end of the day it's it's Matt Damon and Christian Bale are kind of like phoning I in a couple of Damon. right? It's they're phoning in a couple of characters that they're That's not so- having to try hard to be and they're going over a historical event that A simple Google search, if you were actually interested, would have told you all of the answers to anyway. Like, I
0: mean, you could say that about any movie. You want to know how Watchmen ends? Look it up on Google.
1: No, but I'm talking like when you focus on the historical events, like they didn't uncover anything new, right? Sometimes we make historical movies, and it's because we discovered something different, or they took a different perspective on it, or they do right. They try to. Switch it up, like the reven the Re, revenant. Revenant. Revenant was like everyone knows the story of is it Glass?
0: Joe Meek. Joe Meek. Thought it was. Oh, anyway. Did they, did they do Hugh Glass? I thought it was Joe Meek that they did.
1: No, Hugh Glass.
0: Oh, they both got and attacked by bears.
1: Fair enough. They so like you could see you could read about Hugh Glass being attacked by bears and still surviving and stuff, but. The way the movie presented the side of everyone trying to leave him behind because they didn't want to deal with the responsibility and the side of him fighting his way back like it made it an intense experience that you wanted to see till the end. Ford versus Ferrari was like, hey, do you remember that time that Ford worked really hard to make a car that could beat Ferrari and then they succeeded? Here it is in front of you, I guess, with a lot of CG. And you're like, okay, like, Ooh. I'm glad that Ferrari lost because, as we know, I'm a Red Bull fan. So, like, you know, screw you, SF. But, hey. but, hey, man, P4 is good this season. Uh, it's an improvement.
2: <laughs> so, what's gonna happen when everybody has like the same spending budget or whatever? All that that's, shit happen.
0: That's a really good question. I'm really, really does, curious.
2: If, if Hamilton doesn't win. Like say all of a sudden he's like third or fourth or like I mean, he's a good driver. Nobody's mm-hmm. arguing but what's gonna happen when the field playing field is like more level. We shall see. Right. I'm wondering if it's if it's gonna become more level. Or what if what if once they do that, then he still starts fucking kicking at like like it gets even worse. What's what if it gets worse?
0: That's you honestly know? what I was thinking because that's I mean that's exactly if you know where what my you're brain doing, goes you can find out how to do it cheaper it costs right. money to learn how to do what to, what you're doing it yeah. doesn't cost money to just do it differently
1: see what obviously I'm sure the FIA which is the governing board will will Definitely think about this podcast um, <laughs> I'm sure they'll they've done their research and we'll, we'll work it out but there are still what they call the customer cars right Mercedes designs their power unit for their car and then says okay williams we will sell this power unit that fits our car but isn't spec'd to your car for insert amount of money whatever that is i don't know the actual numbers they like, still like williams is still buying a mercedes power unit right alfa romeo still has to buy a ferrari power unit but ferrari and mercedes are building their own so from the ground up they could make it as cheap as they possibly can to get the most out of it, and then, per the guidelines, turn around and when they sell it to the other team, it's obviously going to be at a profit, because it has to be. Like the FIA can't come in and take all the profits away from the team, That's but the whole they want m- to do it, right? And so, what's if if they're gonna do take away the profits, then. Mercedes is going to say, screw all of you. We're not going to build you an engine at all. You have to do it yourself. And that's going to be way more expensive because none of those teams are set up to build an engine. They're set up to build a car around the engine. And so – time they figure it out. Uh, figure it out. That's what I said. I said figure, figure it out. Figure it out. And so what I'm thinking is there's going to be this thing where a team gets $300 million budget or whatever it will end up being. And – Mercedes is only going to have to spend 100 million on their PU, but Williams and and and, and don't they have another team? Who's the other Mercedes Racing team? Racing point. Racing point. Tracing point. I forgot. Tracing point and Williams are then going to have to buy that same power unit for 125 million instead of the 100 million that Mercedes used to and so they're already that much behind. And then their development starts, and so I think manufacturer teams will still have the advantage over the customer teams. And somebody like Lewis Hamilton, or Max Versteppen or Charles Leclerc are going to feel the advantage being in that car.
0: Thank you for saying Leclerc. I would have come after you if you hadn't.
1: There, there. Those are the only. Those are the only three drivers that. I mean, they—they're the only ones that stand a chance.
0: They're the three best. So let's let's take a hard pivot. I'm a, I want to talk about something, and then we're gonna take this shit home. I <laughs> I haven't like watched wrestling really, like modern wrestling, since the pandemic broke, mm-hmm. just because it's been god awful. Like mm-hmm. it hasn't been entertaining. It hasn't been good. And I'm re- I've really, really, truly discovered just how important. The fans are, because mm. when I hear fake boos and fake cheers at a wrestling event, it sounds worse than every other. Th- like feel like are at a people- power pit event. Ex- oh my god! Don't even get me fucking started on that <laughs> guy. Blackface wearing Sorry. motherfucker. Oh my god! Fuck off out of here! I'll punch you right in your gob, you motherfucker. Uh... In any hey, event, can I ask yeah. you a quick question. Yeah, what's up? How do you really feel? <laughs> so i tune into hell in a cell to to watch wrestling and i see roman reigns who's the a the a number one duke in new york right now Mm -hmm. and for a while he was shit on because he was presented as a face and nobody liked that and so everybody shat on him Mm -hmm. now he's a heel and people are kind of like yeah we get it so I thought, yeah, I'll tune in. I'll watch this match. He's wrestling his cousin in a Hell in a Cell I Quit match. Let's see how this goes. Forty freaking minutes. So for Forty the un- minutes.
1: Based on your reaction, uh, I would assume that's a really long time.
0: That's a how, really long time.
1: How long for the uneducated should a hell-in-the-cell, a hell in, the, hell in the cell, quote, I-quit match
0: last? I'll just say this Half match, could, yeah, it could have been done in 20 minutes. They could have gotten everything that they needed to get done, and they could have done it in 20 minutes. Yeah. But everything now, they milk it. Everything is so slow. Mm-hmm. And, and it now, probably
2: seems extra slow without the crowd.
0: Without the crowd, yeah. And so wow. what they've done is they've started to introduce like them talking to each other in the ring and so roman's like i didn't want to have to do this to you you know, you all you have to do is say i quit tell me i'm the tribal chief After and asking. it's over and it's just like dude just punch him in the fucking mouth and be on with it like that's why i'm here this is like, why
2: internet porn succeeds because they don't act
0: exactly like You guys, you did all the all the angles. You did all the promos. Now it's time to shit it and get it. Like, let's fight.
2: They did all the angles. Bring it home.
0: Yeah, like (laughs) let's do it. Like, come on. And now, no, but like, then this other dude comes in and he's crying. And like, the top heel in the company (laughs) is sitting in the ring crying, like tears. You can see his eyes turn red. He's like, and and he says, I don't even know who I am anymore. And then he like grabs the guy. And puts him in, a, in like, a guillotine chokehold so the other dude will quit. And I'm like, you guys could have done this 20 minutes ago. Why? Oh. What? And, I re- like, I didn't even, I tried to start watching another match. And I'm like, I can't. I can't do this. It hurts too much. Like, I watched an episode of AEW. It's such, it's bad. It's bad. What's AEW, a- was, what's AEW? AEW was supposed to be the alternative to WWE with sports-based wrestling. Which with, it
2: wasn't bad.
0: It, it wasn't bad. Like with as they start- started, like it, like it was great when it started now, out. I was watching every single week, and then I, like I watched three weeks a month, then I watched two weeks a month, then I watched once a month, and then I stopped watching altogether because I was just like, okay, here come the same nine guys I've seen every week.
1: How do you have sports based wrestling if wrestling is like choreographed?
0: What they were going I mean, wins and losses will matter, pal.
1: Right, again, how do you care about that if it's
0: all. It's just another cool. angle. It's just yeah, another right. angle. I mean, it's, 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 uh, hey, look at the. Look at the trying they're trying to, to sell the sizzle. Something. Yeah. Okay. With analytics based reporting. No, it's dumb. Get out of here. Your show's kind of bad. I wish it was better.
1: What's what's the I guess I'll call it a league. What's the league that got mad at Pat McAfee?
0: Oh, that's that was NXT, which is the um, it's technically the developmental WWE minor league. league. Yeah, but it's yeah. actually better than WWE. So I mean, oh. they've they basically just turned it into a third brand now at this point. So it's like yeah, but Pat McAfee is actually a pretty good wrestler.
2: Is he, he really?
0: Yeah, he can oh, get wow. in there and do some shit. Wow, I
1: mean, he was a professional athlete,
0: so yeah. But that, I mean, that just doesn't mean he can do it. Look at Mongo.
1: <laughs> Who's Mongo?
0: Mongo Steve Mongo oh, McMichael was in WCW in the late '90s and early 2000s, and he was with the Chicago Bears, uh-huh. and he was a member of the Four Horsemen at one point, and he was just awful, Ash. Awful, Ash. awful in the Go like, there's a Twitter feed. It's our, that's our Mongo, and it's just him. <laughs> Fucking up in the ring over and over and just making everything look just hilarious. That's our at that's our Mongo on Twitter. That's that's what your key takeaway from this episode.
2: Okay. Um, did, did either of you watch the the real fights uh, that happened this last weekend? I watched Khabib...
0: Well, no. I saw Khabib retire. Khabib.
2: But... Yeah, he he fucking he fought that fight with three broken bones in his foot and didn't tell anyone. Like, he was in the hospital three weeks before the fight, but didn't tell anyone. He's like, no, it's my last fight, um, you know, basically. And so two things happened that I'll tell you about real quick, and then we can be done. Um, he, he's beating the shit out of Justin Gaethje, has him in an arm bar, but he remembered in the moment that Justin Gaethje said he would never tap out, so switched from an arm bar, which he would have had to break Justin Gaethje's arm, for him to, you know, Give be up. out. Yeah. yeah. He switched from that to a triangle choke where he's got his head here and made him pass out instead. Like, he had the presence of mind in the moment to switch from, I'm about to break your arm to, well, I guess I can just choke you out real quick. And switched it.
0: Like, that's crazy.
2: That's pretty good. And then, obviously, the other thing is he he retired. Because his dad passed away this summer, and it was the only fight he's ever had without his dad there, and his dad was his coach. Blah blah blah
0: blah. So yeah, be hard to do. For sure. Dang. Dang. Well, you know these people. They could have been anywhere <laughs> in the world, and they're here with us. We appreciate that. Make sure you're checking out all of our social medias. Maybe we'll get a TikTok one of these days, probably.
2: Hmm. <laughs> but
0: for this episode, this edition of my show with Alex and Jake. Good night, universe. It's
2: a podcast. Good
0: night. Good night.